step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. And so, like, I had to, like, ghost her nicely. <laughs> Like, well, it wasn't like completely ghost, and it was kind of like a haunting. Like, I know my <laughs> Can I interest you in some sex? You banging cars? I'm gonna talk <laughs> shit about it. It's 6 30 on a Sunday, and you are rolling live with Arlo and Adam. Like a bomb square. 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 <laughs> Can't even talk. <laughs> Stuttered. <laughs> I did. We had a bomb scare here in Tahlequah. Somebody called a bomb scare. Scare. See, I did it again. Why can't I say that word? I can't say that word at all. Yeah. Go ahead and put your fine ass mama back on the phone. <laughs> you know what your shirt's made out of? Boyfriend material. That's right. We are back. We are rolling live with Arlo and Adam. I'm Adam with, with me as always is the purveyor of the pu- microphone pipe bombs. What is up, Arlo? What's up, big dog? Not much, man. Glad to be back. Glad to be uh, live again. We uh, we were off as uh, you were out on business last week. and uh, Yes, sir. Just ended up having some other stuff going on myself. So, um We've uh, we've got a hell of a show lined up for everybody. Uh, we've we've got some headlines. We've got one half of the Super Bowl teams determined. So congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs who are now going to the Super Bowl, and with a, a very amazing game put on by Patrick Mahomes. Dude, Mahomes has been killing it. You can't put that dude behind anymore. I mean, you 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 literally got to get him down and keep pouring it on. Like you got to put your foot on his throat and to finish the game. Right. You know what I mean? Um Mahomes though, I mean I if if there's a comeback, right now it's like 17 nothing. Mm-hmm. Packers versus the Niners, okay? Okay. I have a theory that if if Green Bay makes this amazing comeback, the NFL's rigged because it's the hundredth <laughs> year of the NFL. Oh, true. That. And the original Super Bowl was Green Bay and Kansas City, so Green Bay still has a chance to get in, but it's getting slimmer by the minute. But I mean, if they make the miraculous comeback, because you can't count Aaron Rodgers out. Mm-hmm. If they make that miraculous comeback, I'm going to go on record right now and say the NFL is rigged before the hundredth year. <laughs> True, because uh, this is the first time the Chiefs have been in since 1970. So that's uh, forty. What yeah. is that? Forty years? Yeah, <laughs> dude, they've been, and no one mentions that. Everybody yeah. wants to bash the Cowboys for being, you know, yeah. like sixteen, seventeen years, or twenty, twenty-two years, you know. But I mean, everyone wants to mention that, but no one wants to mention people like, <laughs> like Kansas City that's been forty years. Then all of a sudden, we see all these new, um, new Chiefs fans out there, you know. Yeah, I I can't say I've rooted for the Chiefs a single day in the last couple of years. 
However, depending on who they're playing, I think I'm going to side with the Chiefs. I was super impressed with Mahomes. Um, Mahomes whooped my Raiders' ass this uh, every time they played them this year. They whooped whooped up on the Cowboys pretty good. And uh, I can't remember who won that game, but I know that Mahomes was just – which phenomenal uh, against the Cowboys. He didn't play the Cowboys. Oh, they don't play. Oh, yeah, they're different conferences. They, 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 they didn't play them this week. But in any case, uh, congratulations to them. Mahomes has got some beastly shoulders to carry that team through this uh, through this game, much like Connor McGregor, whose uh, shoulders like boulders uh, got <laughs> just decidedly whooped some ass last night. But we'll get into all of that as well as some other stories. And we've also got a bomb square of ourselves uh, coming on towards the end of this show. However, up until that point, we need to give a shout out to those who help us out. And I'm referring to our sponsors. First up, we've got the Wild Turtle Nutrition here in Tahlequah, Oklahoma. Great place to get your all-natural protein shakes and energy teas. Those energy teas have all of the energy without the crash that you get with the the commercial energy drinks. You can find them at 17632 South Muskogee Avenue right here in Tahlequah. Also in Tahlequah, voted number one dispensary in all of the town is cbd plus and lotus gold at 3040 south muskogee avenue great place to get your cbd and thc all of your legal cannabis medicine and high quality with all of the professionalism that you can imagine in that place of business so head on down over there to get your green uh, medicine to treat whatever your symptoms also is the electric cowboy down in Fort Smith, Arkansas, great place to uh, get all of your partying. Arlo's original stomping grounds and gracious hosts to this show. My for only the last... stomping grounds. You betcha. Actually, I got a lot, but that's, that's I was my gonna favorite. Say. That's my favorite stomping grounds. Uh, they've they've hosted us several times in the last year. Absolutely love to have them as a sponsor. Great people, and uh, I absolutely love the place. So my first time in there was you on your birthday, yep. and I, I've been hooked ever since. What's that address, Arlo? 6107 South 31st Street, where Fort Smith plays at night. You betcha. So we appreciate all those sponsors for supporting us uh, for all of these last several months. And uh, we're coming up on our three-year anniversary, uh, but... Before we get into all of that, uh, that was and did you watch the fight last night? Oh, dude, of course I went to the casino and watched it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so before we get into the thirty seconds of uh, 40, 40 seconds. Okay, you know what? Take it from a man who's usually playing the second game. Every those ten seconds matter. Okay. Uh huh. Um, Holly Holmes, that that was an amazing fight as, as well. Well, and you know what I loved about Holly's fight was a lot of people lately has been saying she needs to retire. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. She's still very competitive. Like right. she's in every fight she's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't, I don't, you know. And I'm one to not say when someone should retire. I've told you that a thousand times. So it irritates me when people start putting out, "Oh, she needs to retire." Oh, she's says who, says who. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when when I get when I hear a lot of people talking about bashing Holly, I start thinking. Like I said, she's very competitive in every fight. She, right. uh, her reflexes are still there. Her uh, power, everything, her movement, everything still looks the same. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't see where people are coming off with that. And she proved it again last night why people don't need to be quick to jump the gun. Sure, on her career, her mm-hmm. career, and that's the thing people need to realize: her career, right, not yours. Hmm. Um. 
Oh, wow. We just got picked up on Facebook Watch. So we are out there uh, in the masses. Uh, yeah, I, I was I was super impressed with with that fight. I mean, they took it down to the decision. It uh-huh. was, I mean, Holly led the whole way. Absolutely. But it wasn't like she just dominated and blew it out and just didn't get the KO. It was a close ra- uh, a close match the whole way. I mean, it wasn't like her just absolutely dominating. However, she was in the lead. She had full control of the fight the whole time. She just wasn't able to get those finishing nails in the coffin before the decision. So it was it was a unanimous decision with Hom- Holly Holmes taking up the victory. And uh, I was I was very impressed. And uh, she's the girl still got it. I mean, and like you said, people want to keep wanting to retire. I mean, she's the one who downed what up up until she, northern island in the house what's up richard cunningham right uh she was uh she's the one who knocked dethroned ronda rousey so oh yeah but you know it, in for holly's in holly's defense when she i called that she would dethrone ronda i never thought ronda was that spectacular she was a great grappler mm-hmm. throw you in an arm bar in two tens of a second but as far as like just a killer straight up that would just murder someone, no, I didn't see that. Right. Didn't see it. And um, so yeah, and then after that, all the other fights were—I mean, they were good fights, but nothing like really stood out to me. Like, oh my gosh, this is amazing! And before we we actually get into the actual fight, you had you had McGregor coming out on top, right? You had a- told that actually, I had Cowboy. Did you? And that was because. Um, I didn't always think Connor brought his power up, mm-hmm. um, and Cowboy's naturally a bigger man that can absorb a lot bigger shots. Right. Now, the thing that got me the most, though, and I said this on sitting ringside uh, Thursday, was what scares me is I want to see how much damage, all that damage that he took over the last two years right. of fighting almost every couple of months, Yeah. how much has carried over. You know what I mean? How much has mm-hmm. he got keep keep building up? Because when you... Like I said, because a lot of times to me, he's still carrying a damage over to the next fight that he had from the previous fight when you're fighting every couple of months. Sure. And you make every fight into a war like Cowboy does. So that, that's that's where I was, but I was hoping for Cowboy. I just liked Cowboy. Uh, the only thing I like about Connor is the way he dresses. That's why that's why sometimes you'll see my flash. We'll look, give him credit. He's yeah. funny. Yeah, so that's why you'll see some of the way I dress, you know, mixed with the way he dresses. So that's that's where that came from. I, and I, I like him, except for I, li- I don't like his personal stuff he does outside yeah. um not saying people can't change hopefully he matured he looked like he matured some through he seemed fight. like it yeah. um now whether he has or not is still yet to determine because it's only one fight but like i said i i think that's what i was going for was i thought connor wasn't gonna be able to drop as big at bombs but like i said to me what happened it looked like an old cowboy right that's what it looked like skyler agrees with you says connor fought a warrior whose best days are behind him absolutely connor may be back but he hasn't shown anything yet now connor has another fight coming up next month or in a month or two at least he was talking about it Uh um february 23rd uh quote me if i'm wrong he might have been talking about next year but Mm -hmm. he said he's getting he's back to going back to the gym to prepare for his next fight probably not i mean he's not gonna be next year right he'll he'll, he's got a lot going on right now so Uh he's gonna try to stay hot he's because right now a 40 a 40 second just you know destruction of the cowboy Mm -hmm. that strikes that that iron's hot 
Yeah. And so he's got to keep striking. And 40 seconds, he didn't get hurt. No. He didn't get hit, didn't get touched. So, Literally didn't so, get yeah. a single, so take he, a single he punch. He can yeah. fight in a month. There's nothing right. wrong with that. Right. Outside of just the wear and tear it's taken on your body, and he's 30, 31 now. Um, that's the only two differences I see, but realistically, he's fine. I take, you know, relax. You know your body. Relax and yeah. see if you can roll right into a next fight camp. Um, but like I said, just know what the wear and tear would be to the body. Mm-hmm. Um, but with him, I he's probably going to try to fight next month's UFC. Yeah. Then he's also talking about trying to fight Pacquiao and want another rematch with Mayweather. Yeah. I don't I don't think he needs to go back to the boxing route. No. The boxing route is not for him. He's he's just not a boxer. He he's an MMA fighter. And well, they're exhibition matches at best. At best. I, I totally agree. However, like if you watch the Mayweather the first one, right. Dude, it was all it was all at one point. It was just literally it was all Floyd carrying it. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Yeah, Floyd. Floyd never boxes the way he stood in there with McGregor. He let McGregor hit him because if because right. if Floyd went in there and did what Floyd does, Floyd was gonna it, it would be over like probably three rounds or less. Sure. Um, but Connor, like I said, he's probably gonna try to fight next. What's next for Connor? Someone asked me that just a minute ago. Richard Cunningham. Uh, he said Masvidal or Diaz. I don't think anybody really wants to see the Diaz fight again. I, I would almost guarantee with as bad as Diaz's face is, it would be a Masvidal part two. He would get hit once and it'd split that eye open again and they would probably end up stopping it and just pissing off the fans. Pissing I, off the fans more. I mean, that's, this is what I'm saying. I, I really Now, if there's anybody I've, that should consider retirement, I would have to say Diaz because his body just can't take it. I'm not t- trying to take anything away from Diaz. I don't like him, his, per, his personality, but his face... I mean, the wind blows and he bleeds. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's absolutely. nothing but scar tissue. Yeah. I imagine he ble- he pops a blood vessel on his eyebrow every time he takes a dump. Oh, I probably mean, guaranteed, dude. It's it's so bad. Yeah, like you can literally just see it clumped. Yes, in his in his you know underneath the skin. I personally, I want to see Masvidal versus Connor. Okay. I honestly, I think Connor gets Connor gets destroyed. Connor's a a great fighter, but Masvidal's a killer. Like that dude's on a different level when it comes to his mindset, like the way he's looking at the fight. I mean, that dude's really a killer. Skyler says George is just too big for Connor. Oh, absolutely, he would be. But I mean, everyone says so is Cowboy. Yeah, I mean, and Cowboy. Yeah, this, I mean, every, every anybody he fights from here on up at one seventy, mm-hmm. they're all going to say he's too big for him. The size difference and, was apparent. I mean, you couldn't overlook it. I and mean, and, yeah. and I've had this discussion with some of my fighters and people I've worked with over the years. And you know, size as long as you can make the weight, size doesn't matter. It's how you fight them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If 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 I'm fighting a shorter guy, I, I can't fight short. Right. I can't be the short guy because I'm taller. Mm-hmm. If I'm fighting the bigger guy. I can't fight like the bigger guy. Yeah. I got to figure out a way to get get in my range, work my angles, work my strengths, you know. And at the same time, force him to not work on his strengths. And both sides have their advantages. Cowboy, I mean, he had the size advantage. He had strength. He had power. But McGregor, you know, like like the the Irish dude on the replacement says, "Oi, I'm not big, but I'm very." Exactly. <laughs> he can he can dip in there. He can sneak in there that places that nooks and crannies that Cowboy can't go. He didn't even need it, though. That was the ironic part about it. There's a lot of people 
uh, that was very disappointed, which uh, absolutely there's always going to be, well, especially, and know. they're going to be disappointed because they spent like $70 on a pay-per-view that went 40 seconds for the fight they wanted to see. Yeah. And no, like that's what gets me with some of the MMA pay-per-views. Was yeah. it good? Yeah, dude, it was cool watching them get knocked out. I would not have paid $70 for that for 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. So they, and what's bad is a lot of people will still buy it, Yeah, you know, and, but you can get it cheaper if you go through probably uh UFC fight pass. Sure. You can probably get it a lot cheaper if you go through that route. But a lot of people will just buy them to buy them? No, man, that's, that's not happening to me. Or do What's like up, we Amber? did and just watch it where they're playing it for free. So Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Dude, I was going to go to B-Dubs last night, right? Oh, yeah? B-Dubs, whole parking lot was full, and across the street was full. They had I people imagine. waiting outside. I'm like, bad. I got lucky. I went to the casino last mm-hmm. night, right? And I know everybody in there. So I walk in there, and there's security at the entrances. <laughs> there's securities at the entrances and of the bar and i'm walking up and the guy's like trying to throw his authority to me right and he goes okay dude he goes uh you uh you can go in there and get a drink but you can't stay and i'm like okay i just walked past him and stayed and so like it was standing room only right sure and i found my like i ran into these people that i knew from back in the day yeah. and i was like hey and they're like hey so i just stood at their table and took a seat <laughs> So, I mean, it totally worked out perfect. I mean, but it was fun. So, yeah, like I said, for Connor, though, man, I don't I, – I, like I said, he's always going to have people question his size now. Yeah. I called that fight – I called it McGregor by decision. Uh, I uh, McGregor hadn't knocked anyone out in a long time, so I was very surprised. I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, but, you're fine. I'm yeah. over here checking these. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he came straight out of the gate. Literally, I mean, out the gate, he was seconds. he was fire out the gate. Yeah. Oh, uh, now I, he had a few new tricks in the book. Yeah. With that head kick, with the shoulder shrugs he was giving him. I mean, he yeah. he came to fight, and that shoulder was the deciding factor. This shoulder just totally knocked, literally knocked a uh, uh, cowboy off his game because he they went straight into the clinch. McGregor just used it like a, like he had a damn knot. In a, a jackhammer of a shoulder, and boy, he just plowed him square into the bridge of his nose, broke his nose, got him the second time, which got him right in the eye socket. Well, and you know, it's he not, it, not going to take much to break that nose anymore after right. he's had it broke. The eye socket. I mean, he. It what's bad is, and this is why I, need, I, I don't want to say he needs to, but he needs to start thinking of an of after fighting. Sure. When you take a forty second fight and you come out looking like you fought a five round war, mm-hmm. it's probably time. And you didn't land one punch. Yeah. You. It's probably time that you start looking at things yeah. outside. And you know, I always loved Cowboy because the dude would fight anybody, anytime, anywhere. That was one of his logos. Right. That was one of his slogans. Mm-hmm. So I, I hate saying it like that. Sure. It just it just irks me to have to say it because he's he's done so much. He's been so proud of a fighter. You know, he's right. done a lot and would take a fight on a moment's notice. He's a class act. Yeah. Too. I, like I would love to talk to the dude because he tells stories of how he'll he'll be at the gym getting with this when he was kickboxing, get a random phone call. And like, hey, we need you in Japan. He's like, okay, hey, I'm heading to Japan. And we just walk out the gym and yeah. then be there in like one flight, you know, leave yeah. right then. So th- that's why I got a lot of respect for that dude. It just sucks that he never got to live up to how great of potential he could have just been. Like, I would have loved sure. to see him win a title. I would have loved him get a title shot. But he always seemed just to come up short. Now, do you think that's because he was always so gung-ho he didn't protect himself by um – being selective of what fights he took and just 
like you said, go. I'm going to take a fight at the drop drop of a dime. Do you think that shortened his career? Uh, I would say no, because it wasn't when he wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. One of the things we always got told when we were boxing was always stay ready. Be within five to ten pounds of, of your fight weight because you never know when you're going to get a random call that says, hey, we need a fighter over here. Sure. So that's kind of what he lived by. But did it hurt him? It could have, I guess, if you look at who the opponent was. and Because some people will look at that opponent and just be like, oh, man, that dude's top top tier and then not take that fight. That's why mm-hmm. that person didn't get a fight. And then sometimes you get those people that just don't want to fight. It's all fun and games till they get to the weigh-in, then they don't want right. to do it. So I think that's what, like, it It would depend if I, I would have to seriously go into his career and critique and look at who all he's fought in every kind of uh, combative sport. That that would be the only way I could put a 100% stamp on it without without seeing who he's fought. Because, right. like I said, it could have been, hey, I need money. They want $1,000 for this fight. The dude's not that great. Cool, I'm taking it. What makes me ask that question is, by taking all those fights, I think his face and his body has more miles on it than other fighters oh, at absolutely. his age and stage. And so that's what makes me think it shortened his life because he's driven that his body harder for longer. He's got more miles I, I put think, on his face. I think what put the miles on him was exactly what he did at at the UFC the last two and a half years that he's shown. Mm-hmm. is Fighting three four times a year sure i mean that's got to be bad on your your jaw bad on your brain horribly and and it's bad enough from the neck up right it's it's bad enough from the neck up but then it's it's god awful from the neck up Mm -hmm. then you got to think of how god awful is it from the neck down sure so it's literally going from the tips of your toes to the top of your head damage Mm -hmm. repeatedly and like i said you can't tell me that some of these fights that he took back to back so close you still wasn't carrying over damage from the fight before. Right. And then that carries over from the fight before. You know what I mean? And and yeah. so, and even with this Connor fight, I think he only had like four or five months off. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy realistically probably shouldn't have fought till this summer, in, in my opinion. Yeah. In my opinion. If I was his coach, I'd have been like, nah, dog, you just rest, stay in shape, mm-hmm. stay sharp, and we'll figure the rest out. And I've, I've, I feel all of that culminated in this fight. And he was going up against a dadgum shark. He was a dadgum oh, piranha. Absolutely. He smelt that blood in the water. And that first one rocked Cowboy. The second one made him wilt a little bit and gave Connor uh, enough of an opportunity to open out of that clinch and pop him. And he landed that kick so beautifully, like rock-solid perfect technical kick strike to the straight of the jaw absolutely that just finished the deal and like Done. you said cowboy looked like he weathered a storm but to be fair he didn't look like he weathered a storm well you, you no, just we, say, he yeah. took a storm yeah. uh, he took a war to his face <laughs> but to be fair once he buckled mcgregor was right there i mean he landed at least 10 to 12 solid shots before they finally uh, called the fight because the ref was reluctant, and so he's just teeing off. Now, what I think we found with Connor was he was what I didn't know was going to show up. Yeah, I didn't know if it was going to be Connor McGregor who fought Khabib after making eighty million from fighting Mayweather, right? Or if it was going to be Connor McGregor who fought Diaz in the rematch. Right. That said, I got something to prove. I got one chance coming up again. This mm-hmm. is my last chance. 
I got to make the best of it. I didn't know which Connor was going to show up, and it was the McGregor that was hungry, that knew he had something left, and knew he still had something to prove because he didn't want to go out like he did against Khabib. I've got to say, I liked this Connor bet a lot better. This is, I saw more in him in the the months leading up to this fight on this promotional trail than with Khabib, and I saw more class in him, and he seemed to me more disciplined, absolutely, and mature. I mean, he was still Connor. I mean, uh-huh. he's still running. He's, he's still going to be who he is. I mean, that's, there's that's nothing natural. wrong with that. No. You know, that's like. But going, it was how yeah. he was running his mouth before. Yes. yes, it was the extreme rudeness, the extreme uh, like you're going to get rude, regardless. disrespectful, yeah, extremely disrespectful, extremely distasteful. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he was going low blow and personal on a lot of these back in the day, mm-hmm. and then the stuff, the stint where he threw the 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 two wheeler dolly through the window. The mm-hmm. punching the old man, this taking yeah. the fan's phone. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's when you got and, and then he got humbled when he fought Khabib. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. So I'm hoping that's what he that's what he's right. gonna get more and, and and even though it was after Khabib when he punched the old man, I, I still see a lot at least maturing, I'm hoping. And I'm hoping it's not just his PR people. Skyler says he thinks uh, Connor shows up against Khabib, but Khabib is just the best. Oh yeah, Khabib would could be would take him again. Styles make fight, and that's a bad fight for Connor because Connor's not a grappler. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he fights Khabib again, it's it's going to be round whatever round. Would it get stopped in round two or three? Round three, yeah. I think. Yeah. So it, it's it's going to be round four as soon as it picks up because Khabib's not going to have no respect for him and knows what Connor can do. Chris Orr points out um, something I was going to make for, for my next point. He says, I love the way he conducted himself and the respect he brought with him on this event. Couldn't believe it, really. It was like a totally Absolutely. different person. It was. And I think this is a good case of where a loss can actually benefit somebody in their career because it taught him some humility. And it was probably money loss from that sucker punch from the old man. That <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> that old man is probably a, like, a, like a third owner of proper 12 whiskey right now. <laughs> And I, I've got to say, Dane, I'm sure Dane is probably starting to get at the end of his patience with him, especially now that he's not a billion-dollar draw every Absolutely. fight. And people's just getting sick of it. And it's making the UFC look well, bad. So. I would say he's not a – can't, you can't say he's not a billion-dollar draw because it drew last night. Yeah. I mean, when you – and like I said, but styles make – people like him – Styles makes fights. Mm-hmm. He's he's not going to do well against a, a great grappler like Khabib. Yeah, I mean he's he's beat some wrestlers. He's beat some jits guys. But I mean a lot of his people. And again, they were smaller. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't fare well except for Cowboy last night, who could teeter on the yeah on the outs of his career. Sure, uh, there, there's always an asterisk in any fight. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not trying to, you know, take anything away from Connor. He fought a great fight, fought his fight, made, you know, ended it in 40 seconds. Congratulations! But there's always that small asterisk that's going to say, "Well, damn! Look, look at all this damage Cowboy took in the last two years." Yeah. You know, he's like three and four in his last seven fights. That would be like Kobe yeah, going one on one with Michael Jordan today. And every time yeah. he lost, he got stopped. Sure. So that tells me something. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's a giant there, there's a story behind everything, and and that's what I think people aren't always willing to look at, you know, mm-hmm. because you're and it goes back to that emotional versus factual. Yeah, you know, when you throw out facts of the little bit of asterisk beside it, everyone gets pissed. Mm-hmm. Oh well, no, he did. Yeah, but look at these numbers we got. Mm-hmm. You know, look at the amount of punches that they they got CompuBox numbers in all fighting. Yeah, you know, look look at how much punches he's taken here. 
when they when they show the end of the fight, you know, compared to his other his opponent, you yeah. know, that that's that's the stuff people need to get into with that. So the thing about losing to the new Conor McGregor is after he beats your ass, he's going to go and he's going to steal a date with your grandma. I've I seen that, <laughs> dude. He, she was all up on him and he was he didn't care. I was pretty I was just waiting to see if she was going to slip him her panties because he he tried pulling away two or three times. Yeah. He's, oh oh I I just I followed you for. That <laughs> that was a, it was yeah I could I could I, I'm not, I'm gonna be nice I'm gonna be nice because it was game game. <laughs> it was game game. I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna be nice for game game. She reminded me of that old lady on Van Wilder. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, I can totally see that dog. I can totally see that. <laughs> but he was in his post speech he was very respectful he thanked everybody he promoted his stuff but he didn't go overkill uh he he thanked everybody and he still chalked a little trash mm-hmm. like he does but he just wasn't disrespectful no. now, i loved this version of connor i can come back to the connor camp well and like he ran over and consulted with yeah. you know and talked and consoled uh uh him cowboy you know that, at the end that of was my, class yeah, too he went down and was like hey you know, you don't know what he said in that in that in his ear. But they shared an embrace, yeah. And they, 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 they showed put their that, head they to head. that moment. Absolutely. Although I think Cowboy was probably sick of looking at his shoulder. I mean, I'm sure he had a little bit of <laughs> probably, resentment. There. Probably, <laughs> he probably thought the fight was about to start back up. <laughs> I, I know now, what happened last time. Now, what I think's with Connor's yeah. next, I, someone on Facebook was like, "Oh, he need, he deserves his belts back." No, no, fuck you, that. you don't give those belts back. Screw that. You know, you you gave them up. You you don't you don't get that kind of stuff back. I think I agree with Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, he said, Jorge Masvidal had the best quote I read the other day. Mm-hmm. Masvidal said they want me to fight. Uh, people people talk that I need to fight Usman, whatever this this. You know, he's naming off like the champions or. G- he said, "There's always going to be a champion. There's always going to be a lot." He goes, "But there's not always going to be money fights, right?" And I agree with him. <clears throat> like that's what people want to mm-hmm. see. People and it's a little different in UFC compared to boxing. Sure, in boxing everybody wants to see the the champions fight each other because that's our top people. Mm-hmm. In UFC, it's more about the tough guys, not mm-hmm. the top guys. It's the champion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like Mas- Chuck, yeah, for Chuck years. Masvidal. But Chuck did run that two hundred five division forever. He was mm-hmm. the champ at, but it was a li- it was a little different with him because he ran that division. Well, even after he lost his belt, he had some of his greatest fights that weren't even for titles. Well. I want to say no. Okay, some good fights. Because then. he got yeah. KO'd a lot. Yeah. Because after Rampage knocked him out and took that belt, yeah. that was it, man. Like, mm-hmm. whatever happened in that knockout with Rampage. Or am I thinking Tito? Tito, uh, Tito maybe, because Tito had a few good fights yeah. left in him. He he had the cool fights with Shamrock. He had the he got beat by, by Chuck every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tito, but they, they put on great. They just they're just fun. entertaining they to put, watch. Yeah, they're yeah. entertaining. They put on fun fights. Um, but like I said, I agree with Masvidal. Masvidal said, "There's always going to be a champion, but there's sure. not always going to be money fights." I'm I'm about making a big fight. Rudy Laura is asking if we think Connor's new attitude is just an act. A lot of people saying it was. He doesn't think so. He's he think he was humble. I think he's been humble. I, I think he's been humbled too. I mean, because at some point, at some point in the heat of all those moments, mm-hmm. because you're training for this since right after thanksgiving sure you've been training for this since right after thanksgiving at some point 
it would have snuck back out yeah. because of the intensity that's going on, yeah. the the interviews, the camera in your face. Mm-hmm. Something would have seeped back out. Yeah, you you would have caught a glimpse of it. Mm-hmm. Instead, he I mean he held himself very respectful. I mean, he seemed just like a normal fighter. I think punching the old man also came. I mean, we joke about it, yeah. but I think at some point there's a a line you cross when you're like, "Well, fuck, I gotta change my ways." Well, Connor is is what I've referred to a lot. Yeah. Um, in some of our other shows, yeah, when I've said uh, public success mm-hmm. and a private failure, yeah, that was Connor to the T. Out out in the public, man, I want that guy's life. Man, I want to be mm-hmm. doing what he does. Man, I, but then you turn around and it's it, it's a shit show. Yeah, in in the behind the scenes mm-hmm. at home, there's the there's the there's the the Khabib when he threw the dolly through mm-hmm. there's the the kid that he broke the phone of sure. there's the old man he punched now there's also that sexual assault allegation mm-hmm. there's the irish mafia situation mm-hmm. i mean there's this big spiral downhill mm-hmm. of a personal failure compared sure. to a public success with him and i i, I like the mm-hmm. shit out of connor and it just disappoints me that he's always fucking up with something like that uh hendrick turner in the comments uh, reiterates your point says everyone has a humbling moment even iron mike is humble now absolutely and iron mike's another example of that we all remember his storied issue domestic issues with robin whatever her name yeah, was mike, miss america mike just had domestic from robin up until mm-hmm. god probably year just a few years ago sure and you know i mean and and that's great i mean i mean not great in that it's i'm glad it happened absolutely. but um the thing is when you are the best in whatever field you're in, it is very easy to get wrapped up into your own cult of Absolutely. personality. And I know I probably drive anyone who's on my Facebook friends because I, I speak out a lot about pride and ego and um, preach humility. But the fact of the matter is pride is the root of all evil in many ways. And so folks like McGregor and Iron Mike and even uh, I, uh, Ivan Moody from Five Finger Death Punch Whenever you have rampant success and basically that golden uh, Midas, uh, King Midas syndrome where everything you touch is to gold, you get wrapped up into your own cult of personality and it it poisons everything around you because you are drawn into that level of narcissism. And so it's super easy to be this bad boy because people eat it up. And even when you fuck up, people blow you up and like oh that's so cool that's so awesome so you can literally do no wrong even though your life is falling apart around you on the inside out but that's just my no, two cents i, I but, can yeah. see that dude no i mean yeah. that's that makes sense mm-hmm. um i mean and you know what's funny is like i get a lot of heat just for being positive mm-hmm. tons of heat people mm-hmm. people will comment on a thread bashing and i'm just like okay yeah. have you tried it Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. have you tried? And people people get so irritated when you when what you said about being positive, doing this, you know, talking about uh, different things, aspects on that. Mm-hmm. They get so irritated when I just ask that question. Sure, have you? Have, well, have you tried? Oh, uh, we all tons of times. Have you tried to finish? Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's there's a start and then there's a day later, and you don't want to do it no more. Right, you know, that's that's what I get with with people. Yeah. Um, but however, though, yeah, I mean, I, I think he had a, a big humbling experience, and, and Mike, and Mike, sadly, it took like two or three st- two two stints in prison, mm-hmm. two stints in prison, um, literally losing almost a billion dollars. Sure, all those sponsorship dry, will dry up. 
at dry, just straight up. They're mm-hmm. gone. Uh, costing him almost a billion dollars. I mean, he's finding his niche now with his own podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's Hot Box Podcast. Well, even before he had his podcast, he, he tried to, as a com- in comedy. He yeah. was doing stand-up. Yeah. He is telling his stories, telling his memoirs. He's making money. I mean, we all know he was on Hangovers 1 and uh-huh. 3. So I mean he's he's making appearances. So thank um, thankfully the champ is making a decent living. <laughs> he's yeah, he's very probably comfortable. he's probably making yeah. a great living off that sure. marijuana uh, oh, yeah. that he has. Forgot no, he's making that. a killing off of that. And so you know, good for him. I'm glad mm-hmm. that uh, he's always had that opportunity though. You sure. know that that's the good thing because Mike's always very marketable. If you ever meet Mike, from what I hear, I've never met him, but I hear a lot of people say he's so likable. He's actually a likable dude now. Yeah, you know, back in the day, he was just so off the handle, you know, and, and that just comes with age and maturity, I suppose. Well, and we saw I mean, in one of your favorite recent videos when he's just out of there, just having a conversation, and then all of a sudden he just dips into Coach Mike, yeah, and dipping and moving, and he's mm-hmm. he looked identical to the super to the regular Nintendo Mike Tyson's Punch Out because he out just gets down, boom, 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 boom. I mean, yeah. he was so quick still yeah. to be like 50-something years old. And broken down. Yeah. Yeah. And bad knees, bad back, you know, and he right. could still get – and that was cold. Yeah. Imagine if he warmed up. Mm-hmm. You know, I, that I, 69 uh, that sixty nine Charger, st- I don't care if it's all original. It can still get up and go. It can still scoot. It can still scoot. He, um, and you know what, Mike, though, man, yeah. that dude – I mean, that's just insane to be that age and mm-hmm. cold and come out that quick. Yeah. And people don't get that, especially young kids. Mm-hmm. Young kids, because they'll go out there cold and, you know, damn near shoot their, you know, best shot. Right. So, I mean, that, when you get older, you get, kids will understand that one. Uh, Hendrick go, reiterates your point, says, Ar- Arlo, people hate positivity because misery loves company, and I, I totally agree as well. I, I totally agree with that, but you know what I heard from my people in Vegas? My, my extended family. Uh-huh. They told me, they said, you know, misery loves company, but you know what else loves company? And I was like, what? They said success. They said, because if you're successful, you're not, you're not complaining about the people who aren't yeah, like the ones who are miserable and want that company. They said, you're not, you're not, uh, you're not worried about that. So that's where I've really tried to change my mindset on that one. Yeah. Well, I still love that one. That's still one of my great favorite quotes. The misery loves company. Sure. Because it absolutely does. Yeah. True story. Um, birds of a feather flock together. Absolutely. You know? uh, I will say, uh, before we move on, remember, folks, we are a live show. We can, we do take calls. You can call or text in 918-973-0377. The number's up there at the no top. No extra seven. Yeah. <laughs> you can throw it in there. If it's not going to mess it up there. For those of you who are sticklers for tradition. Also, we are we can take emails. ArloAdamLive at gmail.com. In another news, there is a deaf man from New York that is suing Pornhub. Pornhub, the internet streaming service, because the videos on the company's website do not have closed captions. Yaroslav Suris <laughs> claims that Pornhub is in violation of the American with Disabilities Act and is seeking compensatory damages, civil penalties, and fines against the pornographic video sharing site, even though they're single-handedly saving the bees. and Yeah, that dude's trying to get some of that bee money, man. That's that's wrong. 
That's wrong. Like if I was just a judge, I would tell them that you do realize these people are saving bees and trees. And here you are trying to dip into that honey jar. No pun right. intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps cutting away because I can't read the lips. Either one. <laughs> now, I have not. And I can honestly say yeah. this. I have not visited an adult website like that in a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That makes me almost want to get in there and see if there is a CC option. Right? Roberto yeah. says he's stomping people from saving trees. Damn it. <laughs> that greed. He needs, they need to start printing off that paper money and putting it back in the ground. I'm telling you, know, you man. <laughs> this guy just, that's just messed up. Well, you <laughs> know, I, they say too much masturbation makes you go blind. Maybe it makes you go deaf, too. Maybe that's the source of his problems. Good that's me. how this started. Good me. Just too much uh, to fapagetting, man. He just lost it. Um, and I can say this as a nearly deaf guy. So. I was going to say something about that. I was going to say, well, what's causing yours? i gotta say probably pissing the wife off too much and then you know i just hear it and just no not really love you oh listen to this sounds like my love life's gonna be exclusively you're you're gonna you're gonna see if it causes deafness (laughs) when she switches to the good ear just oh lord um (laughs) i will say though that i i being hard of hearing, I watch almost all of my programming now with closed captions. I have to. Uh-huh. I don't have the choice. Uh-huh. It drives them all nuts because they every time they come, oh, can you please turn that off? But, you yeah, know, that's, that I, yeah, I watch TV in here and I have never noticed amongst enjoying my adult entertainment that. Oh, I don't know what they're saying. Because really, who honestly who cares listens? about this lo- st- storyline? Yes, you know who listens to that? You know, I mean, the, usually the title pretty much tells you everything you need to know. Okay, in this scene, this is the hot stepmother. This is the stepson, and he's sick, and she and she's consolidating back to health. Okay, we've got the context. Now let's get on to the hanky-panky. And so... I can't imagine. I mean, can you imagine what the the subtitles are going to read? Moans in ecstasy. I mean, yeah. Ooh, daddy. Yeah. So good. I mean, maybe he wants to read that part while, you know, whatever. Too many of those uh, ladies' romance novels. Grab one of those. Right? (laughs) Have you ever written that literary smut? No, I've never read one. My, uh, I'm not going to tell my (laughs) own. So you've been reading it. Well, my wife likes uh, likes novels, uh-huh. and and I'm not saying like they're Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't even think she owns them. But you're just gonna be sleeping novels. on the couch by the time this show's done. Now tonight. you see why there's a, a new uh, camper in yeah, my backyard. Yeah, you're gonna be back there <laughs> grilling hot dogs by yourself but for like a week. She she reads these romance novels. That's the word I was looking for. Romance novels, right? Uh huh. And so we're sitting there, and she's sitting there reading, putting her books away, and she's got a big old thing full uh-huh. of these romance novels. And she's just in there giggling. I'm like, what are you reading? She's like, here, read this page. I'm like, good God. And this is called romance? How come this, if I was watching a romance movie, there is none of this in here. I mean, and and it's not bad. It's not like a visual of what you see on uh-huh. Pornhub. Uh-huh. But it's pretty. Um, pretty intense. Yeah, it's pretty intense. And I've got to say, is this what all of your books are like? No, but I mean, they're close. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. They're close. <laughs> I 
love it. I love it. Uh, being a single man forever. I'm going to let you borrow one of my wife's books and make you read it. Well, Arlo might be taking notes on well, these romance novels. Well, what's funny is I can just tell you from experience, uh-huh. they think a lot is romance. <laughs> I guess this is true. And I'm I'm just being nice. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. They think a lot is romance, especially when you read stuff like, like yeah. it doesn't teeter too far. Now, now, how, now I'm not saying from personal experience. Right. Not saying they won't marry that guy because most of the time they don't. <laughs> But they can take those tricks of the trade they learned and take them to the to the one. From what, so you know by that and here they they read those romance novels and then when they walk in behind you on their phone or computer and you're watching a three way between uh, dude's hot stepmother and his girlfriend. <laughs> That makes you the bad guy, right? <laughs> oh, but screw me, right? Oh, but only with man. CC, you know. Screw me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get the hand gesture, that little yeah. emoji with the finger pointing. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, that's, yeah. that's. But in porn, that usually means something else, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> Chinese finger cuffs. <laughs> I need to stop. I need to stop. I'm gonna go off. I'm gonna go overboard. On that. So, uh, yeah, I, I I do say I've watched some pretty uh, funny movies, pretty action movies, and stuff, and some of the closed captions get pretty ridiculous. Oh, I bet. Like, uh, it's just the way they describe some things. Uh, uh-huh. Playing sexy music or um, rhythmic clapping from the room next door like as they're walking yeah. into catching their wife or something doing something so that's always pretty crazy um so going from one me- uh technological medium and you know what i still say it bless Pornhub for uh helping save the bees and replanting forests and saving uh marriages and shot uh closet uh i don't I've, i had to censor myself there for a second um Shy guys everywhere, you know, they they serve a good for uh, humanity. So, kudos to them. Oh, this is the best part. So, also now, I shared this story. Uh, these smart contact lenses have built-in display for augmented reality. So now you can watch your Pornhub without having to hide your phone. You just got your contact lenses. And uh, so these are pretty much like you've seen what people do with VR, Uh but this is kind of a mix. Augmented reality is basically virtual reality, but you can still experience the world around you, and it throws up heads-up displays like Iron Man. Okay. And so basically you can have Jarvis in your eyeball uh, with a contact lens. There's no ocular implants or anything like that. You put this on, and then now I can look at Arlo, and then it recognizes with your Facebook thing and all of your stats and all of this other cool stuff. Just like Iron Man. That's what's up. Would like, you, now, I, I know how you feel about technology and conspiracies and all this. What would you, would you support something like this? Absolutely, just because I could feel like Iron Man. Yeah. Like, sure. that's it, dude. Like, yeah. I would totally love to look at you and feel like a Terminator. Which uh-huh. Starts reading all the shit to you. Yeah. No, that's, that's dope, dude. I, 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 could, I could dig that one. Except for until it, like, latches to my eye and reprograms my brain and I start becoming a killer or something. Uh, going back to the Pornhub thing, Roberto says a lot of people just started watching from uh, to help out the Australia folks. You know, they're giving back. 
they're doing you know helping these people of catastrophe um on the go ahead i have nothing <laughs> i see you're trying to censor yourself yeah that's it man i'm being nice i'm trying to be nice tonight. the uh contact lenses i can see the arlo jumper wink turning into something else and like why is he winking at everybody he's like taking pictures <laughs> yeah i'm gonna use that one later <laughs> screw porn hub and they're like now, close kind so of. it will it will take pictures i'm assuming i'm just kind of yeah. making a joke but, well, n- well then that could be deadly it could be especially for people like mm-hmm. you who don't like pictures taken yeah yeah so that that would be like oh wait usually you can see the phone uh-huh if someone just click yeah, you know, like that. That's that's interesting on that aspect that it yeah. could turn to that because you you, you know when mm-hmm. something like this happens, mm-hmm. you know everyone's gonna wear it to like festivals to this sure. just so that way it's it saves them time from clicking the phone. Yeah, you know, so you would link it up to your phone and then be able to do that. Yeah, so it, that could be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Now I know you don't really. I know you you're a comic book nerd like me. But you don't really watch all of the programming and stuff like so, like Supergirl and Flash and mm-hmm. Arrow and all of this stuff. They had something similar to this on Supergirl. Uh, they they made it really hokey because like this was them putting them in and out. But they had these things and they kind of showed the downside of it. Also, there's a Netflix show called Black Mirror. Uh-huh. And they always explain I, that. Yes. And there I was, like, like, did you the see those contact with the, lenses? With the con- yes. Yes. And so he can stop what he's doing right now and just think about it. And it rewinds mm-hmm. all of these memories. It changes every marital argument ever said. You remember that time that you said, and so he starts investigating yep. his wife yep. and starts picking out all of these little warning signs. And then he starts, you know, going Sherlock Holmes on things. Wait a second, fast forward and cross-referencing and all of the, and then he yep. sees the pattern and catches her uh, cheating, on him. cheating on him. Absolutely. So that's, that's pretty crazy. The applications that could come from something it, like it, this. It, if, when that starts taking off, mm-hmm. it's going to be very... I don't want to say dangerous, but it's going to be very hard on a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's going to be rough on society because a lot of people love to have their life and then their secret life. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to be able to visualize what you're seeing to record. Yeah. So it's it's, it's going to change a ball game for. And then you got to think it's going to get ten times worse for people of power, mm-hmm. people of stature. Sure. Because they're going to be somewhere acting a fool, and someone's going to just watch now instead of phones coming out. Sure, you know you have no way of knowing. There's an old adage: "There's eyes everywhere." Yeah, now they will oh, be one hundred percent. Now they will be, and then next thing you know, someone's going to link that to be able to go live somewhere. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to link that to now. Now it's not going to be well. Was that really them? Was that edited? You know, no. We're going to blink three times or whatever, and it clicks over to your mm-hmm. live stream, and now you're sitting there just doing this, watching live. You know, yeah. So it's it's going to be especially if you got that friend that's got Tourette's, and so every time he turns he's, around, he's live. Yeah, he's on. just live every other every other minute. You know, he blinks his eyes thirty times. And Lord, I'm going to hell. It's a strobe light of what's going on out there. It's it's a strobe light of Adam in the cage, shirtless, just twirling yeah. his shirt. Yeah, shirt. That's that's yeah. I'm being nice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Shut up. My helicopter game is on point. So I think this would be cell phones two I mean, uh, personal cellular devices. It's probably bigger than two o. Oh yeah, it's, it's like. <laughs> well, we still haven't even 
scratch the surface of how much it steered society and culture. I mean, we know, we think we know, but mm-hmm. when we think about the long term, mm-hmm. because we we were the first generation, you and I. Yep. Now it's moving down to our kids, yep. and so now we're really going to see the impact that personal cellular. Yeah. yeah. And so this will take it to a whole other level, like you said, all of those risks you thought of, but also think about um, some of the practical applications. I mean, these Wall Street people can now visualize and do everything to the minute like you think they're bad on cell phones Mm -hmm. but they now have all of these patterns iron man style recognition of everywhere think about the hitman look uh, the mafia and all of this stuff now they can just walk into a crowd point out their target slip you you're done and it makes snitches a lot easier yeah well snitches they've got to rest in place anyway yeah but i mean (laughs) for situations like you just mentioned yeah yeah it's gonna make snitching Mm -hmm. realistically a lot because unless you really look at their eye to see mm-hmm. if they got the lens in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, then there's sunglasses and there's sure. this. So it, that's, it's, that's going to take a big turn, man. That's, yeah. that's a lot of interesting stuff about to go down with that. Right. Uh, Berto brings up another excellent point that I didn't even consider. He says, that's not a good idea because of the pedophiles. So we're not even talking about what about the doctors in there? Um, doctors shrinks, uh, swim coaches, yeah. athletic coaches, yeah. all of these people who are exposed to youth can now record at any given time. Given and time. there's no way of proving without, like you said, getting up in their face and seeing if that contact lens is there. And, and especially mm-hmm. like you just mentioned about the cell phone era, mm-hmm. it will all be the first generation of this era. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take another round to see to to go through filter through all these no mm-hmm. pun intended filter yeah. filter through all these pedophiles these criminals mm-hmm. these other people that would take this and make it something wrong something mm-hmm. bad when this is just meant for someone with a good idea made this sure somebody who had a good idea made this who had, who didn't intend it for evil purposes well and you that's the crazy thing about technology and I'm going to try not to geek out here, but all you and I as normal individuals, mm-hmm. we think, oh, dude, that would be so cool. Think about the cool things I could do with that. I mean, I could be so productive now. I don't even need these monitors. I can work anywhere. I can, I can read books in bed. Mm-hmm. I can do all of these things. We don't think about that double-edged sword, and every piece of technology is a double-edged sword. Yeah, absolutely. Look at almost every breakthrough in medical uh, on any, all of this stuff. Any technology, whether you're talking mm-hmm. firearms, whether you're talking yeah. vehicles, whether you're talking uh, technology of cell phones, computers, right. etc. Mm-hmm. No, dude, that's extreme, extreme cases of double-edged mm-hmm. swords going through. And here. since the dawn of time, technology, technology isn't restricted to computers. Technology, even um, a hammer is technology. All of those things are almost always funded by who? Militaries and governments. Mm-hmm. Because the first thing they do is say, okay, well, how can we use this? How can we militarize this? And how is this good? For, if it doesn't have mi- military application, all right, then we can give that to the public. So we as people get the scraps. Uh, CEO of Mojo Vision, the ones who are putting this on, says, ex- after extensive research, development, and testing, we are excited to reveal our product plans and begin sharing details about this trend. Transform transformative platform, uh, said Drew Perkins, CEO of Mojo Vision. Mojo Vision has vision for ins- invisible computing 
where you have the information you want when you want it and we are not bombarded or distracted by data. Also, think about who's going to be watching movies while they're driving. I oh, mean, absolutely. You and I think about, Same. oh, cool, we can. We don't have to look away. We have our map, mm-hmm. just like on a video game where we've got our map overlay. Mm-hmm. But people's going to be sitting there um, being dumb. reading the closed captions on their p- favorite Pornhub yeah. video. <laughs> Trying to triple task. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't just multitasking. You ain't right. just reading and driving. You're trying to triple task. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why Arlo always drives with one hand on the steering wheel and the laid back. <laughs> you did say you carry your pistol with you when you drive. Every time, but it's loaded. <laughs> There's that double-edged sword for you. <laughs> uh, we want to do another story before we uh, drop the bombs? Yeah, if you want to, what we got here? Uh, let's see. Where there was oh yeah so we we talked about the the dangers of driving with interactive contact lenses we've also talked about Pornhub and their closed captioning and how that can kind of get you into trouble maybe with the misses like I'm probably going to be in trouble later on tonight right. no not really um, well you can solve your marital b- disputes now Assault Lake City Utah. While it sounds like something out of Game of Thrones, a Kansas man's request to meet his ex-wife and her attorney on the field of battle where he will rend their souls from their corporal bodies is entirely real and surprisingly serious. So um, a 40-year-old David Ostrom, which sounds like somebody who'd be out there LARPing, of Paola, <laughs> Kansas. That's, that's his LARP name, Ostrom. Ostrom. <laughs> uh, so whenever he wins, do you think he's like, you've been ostracized? Well, whatever he went, what if he doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> then it was your idea. You got your ass kicked by your ex-wife. <laughs> Tis but a stretch. <laughs> Uh, who who thinks of this, man? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, we all joke around about it, and I I know a lot of fighters, and they they make some you know weird posts about fighting and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But realistically, why would your first instinct be like, "Well, I'll fight my ex wife for this court with a, You know, you couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. Well, I got a broad axe. We'll see what that yeah, I can do with that. Come and on, I actually man. have one. Just in case she comes in pissed, Just I've got case. like weapons all around my room. Uh, he says, to this day, trial by combat has never been explicitly banned or restricted as a right in these United States. It ha- was used as recently as 1818. You know, that's just a couple of years ago. Uh, just a few. In British court. Ostrom asked the court to give him 12 weeks to, 12 weeks to source and forge the Japanese katana and wakash, uh, wakazashi swords that he wishes to use in combat so the next time my wife gets pissed i'm busting out the nunchucks that's the way it is sorry you know it's self-defense at this point so they're going completely kill bill style with with those you know the the katana swords dude he's gonna make them himself right i wish i had that Uh, yeah he's gonna make his own (laughs) i forged my own (laughs) weapons of marital no dude get Fuck out of here with that. He's going to forge some... What? A, A, I'm going to assume this guy's never been in combat. Mm -mm. What are you going to do when you're face-to-face with a crazy ex-wife and she's got a sword and it's okay to kill you? Yeah. 
They've thought about killing you in your sleep. She's planned this day for years. Do you know how many hours his ex-wife has probably spent watching Lifetime? Dude, she could teach a course, guaranteed. Watching Snapped. Yeah. And she gets a legal snap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, good for her, man. Um, I hope she whoops his ass. I guarantee it. I don't know, because yeah. I, I don't know his story. Yeah. You know, may, maybe she really, you know, did this dude wrong. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I shouldn't just say that. I shouldn't just jump to one side or the other before I know the whole story. You know what happened last time this someone settled this? Lorena Bobbitt happened. Yeah. She just cut that man off, manhood off and threw it into a cornfield. I mean, this habit, do not trust your women with knives when they're pissed. I And you, if he makes a legit katana sword like he's talking about. Right. That thing will cut yeah. uh, your whole leg off like in one swipe. Mm-hmm. If he makes it as legit. Yeah. And, and then the first thing is. If he's got the balls to challenge her to a feudal du- uh, uh, duel. The, the thing yeah. I don't like about this. Okay. Which one? <laughs> the the first thing I don't like about this is he's making both weapons. Yeah. Oh. One could be made shitty. Yeah. The one he gives away. Yeah. Do you ever see a knight's tail? It's it's nothing. It's just spun sugar, and she just collapses the whole thing, and it's pointed. Oh, man, he'll put so many flaws in that thing. It's just going to... Yep. And it's... Crack. it's yep. like, Got you down, bitch. So I, I would take the swords, right? Yeah. And then right before it starts... Because they're probably going to look identical, yeah. but they're not going to be identical. Yeah. Then I would then I would make that case mm-hmm. and make him swap. Ooh, there that you go. that I would throw in the biggest curveball. Yeah. Because you you made these two weapons. Yeah. You can't tell me you're going to make them the same. You mean Let's, somebody that wants to kill me is going to play fair? Exactly. Exactly. So if. If they come up with that, like I said, that's what I would do. I would mm-hmm. I would get down to it's almost time. Mm-hmm. We're squared up. We're lined up. We're about to walk out and do this. And I'd look at the judge because the judge is there. He's going to be a reasonable person. Okay. And I'm going to say, hey, he made both of these. I don't. I want to switch weapons. Why mm-hmm. did he give me this one? Yeah. Let's see if they're the same. And you know they will because he can't argue at that point on it. But then you're in that total mind, mind trap to where – Wait, she knew. I knew she. I bet you she's going to try to swap. So I'm going to make mine shitty. So then she'll get the shitty one. I would. Yeah, but does he think that way? Because no one else thought that way up until I said that. Right, right. You know, because all he's thinking is, man, F this B. I'm going to sit here and do this. You know, he's probably making one crappy. Uh And he may not, unless he hears this podcast, he may not be thinking (laughs) that. I would honestly, the day of the fight, Mm-hmm. The day of the duel, duel. I would keep it straight, Arlo. I would do that uh, forged in iron or forged yeah. in fire, whatever it is. That show that makes the weapons. Yeah, I would run them through that test. Yeah, True I would story. have someone hack, hack, hack a piece of wood. Bend, yeah, bite them. Yeah, same, same concept. Yeah. I would make them run through a test so yeah. both swords prove equally. Yeah. Um, but in reality, it just happens like on Indiana Jones, where he's at now. What? Boom. All right, take me to jail. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're. I don't get how this is even legal. Um, te- they're they're arguing it's not, but he's saying prove it. I mean, technically they can't. The burden of the proof is on the state. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if this goes through, this is gonna be this is gonna be televised. Yeah, this yeah. will be televised. If this goes through, yeah. If this goes through, this is gonna be the start. Of those um, 
uh, they're going to be if this goes through, this will be televised. I guarantee it. Oh sure. Then if this goes through and it's televised, this is going to be the start yeah. of part of a downfall of the society. Oh for sure. This is going to be a start of crazy ass reality TV that will let people die, like you've seen in crazy movies. Mm-hmm. Um, like total re- not total recall. What's the one with Running Man? Yeah, it's gonna be a stuff like it's gonna be yeah. the downfall of stuff like that, and then it's gonna be you're gonna actually really see more situations like we referred to about uh, was it Broken Mirror or what is it uh, Black Black Mirror Black Mirror. You're gonna start seeing that s- scenarios, yeah. especially now we got the eye thing. Now we're mm-hmm. doing shit like this. I I still I've said it many a time, and I still believe it. Back in the day, Luke Wilson made a, a very popular movie with, along with Terry Crews, mm-hmm. and it was super satirical. It was super funny, and people thought, oh, this is so funny because it's not true. But, but it's unfortunately, the movie Idiocracy is yep. now becoming a documentary. Very. And just very. like The Simpsons, it's being very... Um, predictive. Predictive, yeah. So uh, that wraps it up on, on the, the, our news. Now uh, we've got some uh, uh, some more news on a personal level, and this, this one's going to be kind of hard for us. Um, this is going to be our second to last show. Second to last. Uh, for not just for, I know last time we said that and then we changed the name. But uh, Arlo and I have invested three years into the podcasting. Arlo brought me in uh, to do this show. I've never done a podcast before. I DJ before. Love being on a microphone. I've always liked to hear the, myself talk. But he 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 was coming fresh off a of setting ringside, and he wanted to get back in the podcast game. And for that, Arlo, I, I thank you so much. You have awakened for me. A passion and a love that I never knew I had, and it spawned another show that I'm doing. And uh, you've got uh, had your show re resurrected yep, recently, and some opportunities are coming. And before I turn it over to you, um, I just want to reiterate to everybody who's watching and everybody who's supported us over the last 123 episodes since february of 2017 that um we have said all along that we're going to take this show as far as we can if we get opportunities we're going to bring each other along but if either of us get opportunities coming up you know neither of us would have any hard feelings that you know uh, a opportunity comes knocking you have to answer that door yeah do it and so unfortunately um, you and I both have some opportunities coming that's taking us in def- different directions. So, um, yeah, uh, enough of my rambling. It's going to be uh, next week will be our last episode of a podcast that we're doing together. Yep. Oh, man. I just want to say thank you. First of all, for you coming aboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, making a, We made a lot. Of, I can't say you. I can't say I'm saying mm-hmm. we made a lot of things happen. Uh, it just, it never to me hit like I wanted it to. Yeah. And it, when we get these other opportunities, we had to take them. Mm-hmm. Um, I love everybody who listens, love appreciate all y'all who's listened throughout the years, who's still listening. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's crazy. This is going to be the last episode next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, you know, they always say all good things come to an end. Sure. 
Nothing lasts forever. Nothing will last forever. So next week it's 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 the end of the road for live with Arlo and Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, there's no no ill intentions, no bad sure. feelings between me and Adam. It's just you know life happens. I was explaining it to somebody like that high school boyfriend or girlfriend you had. And it's time to go off to college. Yeah, and you just you don't want to, but you have to. And you know yeah. it's it's that's what it's about. That's where yeah. not saying that who knows. Yeah. Who knows in the future if sure. me and Adam may yeah. there may be something that just starts new again mm-hmm. with us. Uh as far as this. But like we're still buddies. We're still oh, yeah. friends. We're gonna see each other. We're gonna go to Ned's, we'll go to the bar, we'll smoke cigars. It's just we won't have this show anymore. Right. Um It's it's just one of those things we both have opportunities and right now it is just not um it's viable not, not in the schedule yeah it's yeah. not in the schedule like i literally the show is 15 minutes late because i filmed my first episode of my new show mm-hmm. at hey, it was supposed to start at four but we had some technical difficulties <laughs> yeah. on that it happens yeah um which you know adam's got his rocklahoma show i got now the rundown with arlo um y'all catch it catch both shows support mm-hmm. both shows yeah. um we support each other's shows yeah um Adam's got his rock show that he brings in acts, you know, brings in different acts, goes to places and covers. Uh, mine's going to be more, like I said, Joe Roganish. Mm-hmm. I bring in like this 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 episode we just filmed was uh, a friend of mine who's a bio about to be he's he's halfway through with his doctrine to be a scientist in biotechnology. Mm-hmm. Like, it's super interesting to listen to. Right. Um, so, like I said, you know, support both shows. Support us mm-hmm. still. We still love all y'all. I would, I would, my show won't be live anymore. Mine's pre recorded. Like I said, it's going to be strictly almost like a Joe Rogan show. Sure. Uh, not much. It's just an informative show. Mm-hmm. And we, we love doing live. Live is amazing. Uh, my, my other show, Surviving Oklahoma, is live and will stay that way. However, being live creates so many logistical issues for anything for else life. in your life like yeah. right for the last year that we've been doing the, last three the video here yeah. at the house my wife and them ha- pretty much have to leave because mm-hmm. you've got to have silence or you're going to pick up kids and they're going to be using up the internet yeah. and creating problems so she's going to be home i've got my bouncy house business this man is also about to be an official gym owner. Absolutely. Not, not just in spirit, but actually a brick and mortar gym. I, I go look at a building mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yeah. So between that, your new show, my bouncers, my other show, and possibly another project I'm eyeballing, we, we just don't have time, folks. Yeah, and so that's all it is. I don't want anyone drawing conclusions that aren't there. Me and this man are, have become damn near brothers. And uh, we're still going to be there for each other, giving each other shit on each other's comments. Absolutely. um, You never know. He may appear on my show. I may appear on his show. You never know. And so it's. You never know what you're going to find. 100% good terms. I thank everybody, especially Berto Villa, who has been with us since day one. Day one. Always the first one in to the show and the last one out, as well as everybody else locally that's supporting us. A huge shout out to. Wild Turtle Nutrition, who came along a few months ago, um, CBD Plus, and Lotus Gold, who's been fueling the show. We've done a couple of live shows My out there. spot, Electric Cowboy Fort Smith. Electric Cowboys Fort Smith, and everybody else uh, who has sponsored us in the past. Um, we are, I'm going to go ahead and push my other show onto all the social media networks, and by doing this, I can also protect our show. So even though we're not putting out new live content anymore, 
those you can still go back and watch our past episodes. Those will still stay on all of those podcast networks. And so. I'm gonna tell everybody to get ready because tonight I make my new podcast page. So okay. be ready to click and like and share. There you go. Uh you know, man, I you know, so we did this show for a while. Yeah. And the hardest part about this show is that we do it live. Mm-hmm. And what people like you said, what people don't get is for the last three years, we've had a designated slot mm-hmm. just for you all and us mm-hmm. that we had to be there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, oh, we recorded on Monday, we played on Sunday. When, when it's good for you, you got yeah. something going on. All right, well, uh, we'll just do it we'll Thursday. That, yeah, yeah, we, you know, we had a specific date and time. Mm-hmm. That's what I. That's what I enjoy with this new one. And the reason being, my new one can't be. My new one can't be live. Mm-hmm. Is for that aspect because I'm bringing guests in. Yeah. It's hey, can you do it today? Hey, yeah. can you? Because we've had some guests that can't do Sunday at six thirty. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. Yeah. So when I get this one, it's like, hey, it's Monday. Boom. I call my producer. Hey, dog, we got this on Monday. Yeah. Cool. We go set for 90 minutes. Uh, The new aspect of my new show, uh, the rundown with Arlo, is I'm going to have a guest. We roughly talk about 90 minutes, and we're going to air part one of the interview on Monday, part Mm -hmm. two on Wednesday, part three on Friday. It's going to be staggered out. Yeah. It's going to, you know, keep you going, give you a little bit of a, oh, my gosh, a good hype, you know, to bring you in keep you going um i absolutely love it uh i love my people i'm with i got really good people adam's got really good people he's going with so that you know we're we got some good things coming big things coming both our ways so that's just where we're at man and it's it's been one fuck of a ride man and uh next week we haven't even decided yet but uh it's just gonna be a freestyle it's gonna be freestyle i would like for us both to go through art and try not to cry if we have any time go through past episodes and pick out favorite clips most minor on the entrance right it's all your bomb squares just Um, piss you off for sure all of uh everything that you hear on our intro will will feature the full clips and any of you especially berto who's been with us day one any of you guys who are regulars whether you're watching live now um find them on youtube all of our videos on youtube Send me an email to the episode in time, and I would love to kid, kid, get, go through and pick up some of our greatest hits, and we'll recap them, laugh at each other, and all <laughs> of that stuff like we've always done. The one of my favorites is the nunchucks that you brought. Yeah, did them at the old at the at the old rent house that we used to do the show. At. We actually did them here. It was right there. Was it? It yeah. was here, wasn't yeah. it? Because we was on the old tables. I just put in here as like second episode in here, and I was worried about hitting you hitting and all this. Yeah, and I was like, whatever, do it. Yeah. <laughs> or me dancing at the cowboy, bringing out the Van Damage. Yep. Um, but yeah, Arlo, you're going to be meeting exciting new people. Your your show's going to be completely different i mean yep. it's similar but very different yep. uh, my other show this is also going to open me up i can travel more i can hit music festivals i just got word that i've got my uh, media pass is going to be renewed for rocklahoma so we're and, not going to have to cancel and, shows in order to and what's hilarious is i may see you in that tent yeah that would be crazy yeah, too that's that's going to be yeah. the crazy part because my my new show man we're looking at trying to go to trying to be with the canes we're talking mm-hmm. to the canes we're trying to talk to the brady sure. vanguard hopefully some once we get in there we're going to try to bump it up to be okay i mm-hmm. mean i got really blessed with this opportunity man of these people yeah. that they got some deep deep connections that we're mm-hmm. going to try to make a great show not for me yeah the show's not for me the show's 
not about me. It's not for me. I hope it entertains those people that they can get something out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's something, you know, that you didn't know bef- the day before. But uh, not to cut us off, but we are low on time. We'll get into this a little bit more next week. Yeah. But um, as much as we love everybody, buddy, I love you. Thank you so much for bringing me into this. Thank you so much for giving me three years and uh, and waking for me a beast I didn't know I, I had in me. And so until next week, for the final time, uh, I'm Adam Richmond. And uh, I'm going to turn it over to my man Arlo here for some words to live by. <clears throat> okay, so I, 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 besides this being the second to last show, I kind of wanted to, I'm, I'm going to dedicate this show to somebody. This past week I had a big loss, big, big, big loss. My brother, Dr. Will McCauley, passed away tragically this week. So I'm, I'm going to dedicate this show to him, and I'm going to just throw something out there, man, for him. So I tell people that death never has a great timing. There's no good timing for death. No one goes to sleep or wakes up thinking that was going to be their last day. Death is inevitable. But how we live is up to us. So take the ones that you love and tell them you love them. Because you never know when it's going to be your last chance to. Like we always do about this time. Keep living strong. Keep training strong. Most importantly, baby, keep loving strong. Alive with Arlo and Adam. One last ride next week, baby. We're out. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.